The arson had been hot, fast, and lethal. The clawing, acrid scent of the extinguished arson fire had FBI agent Nora English breathing through her mouth as she walked carefully through the remains of what had been the research wing of Butcher Payne Biotech. The bright white light from emergency spotlights cast an eerie starkness throughout the burned building, her boots sloshing through the water left behind by the firefighters. Tens of thousands of gallons had flowed into this building to put out the blaze, and the fire crew was surveying the structure to ensure there were no remaining hotspots. They'd been damn lucky. Last winter had been dry, creating a summer combustible with dry brush and trees. The hill of dead brown foliage behind Butcher Pane and the arid canyon across the two-lane highway could easily have caught fire, spreading through the crisp timber and underbrush faster than they could respond. Fortunately, there'd been no wind to push the fire, and the first responders had done a magnificent job saturating the rooftops and surrounding grounds. In addition, the solid exterior and internal firewalls of the five-year-old building had contained the fire within the research wing. The fire sprinklers didn't go on as they were supposed to, the Placer County Fire Chief Ansel Noble said while he escorted Nora to where the body had been found. The most recent inspection was three months ago. Then they were functioning properly. I don't understand. Have you checked the water pump station? Is this area on city or well water? There's a water storage tank uphill for... Damn, that's it. Excuse me? The water storage tank is for the hydrants. The sprinklers are on a pump system maintained by the county. We hooked up the hydrants without any problems, so when my crew chief told me the sprinklers hadn't come on, I assumed they were faulty. He gestured at the ceiling with his flashlight. The sprinkler heads had distended, but had no water. I'll ask my partner to check it out. She called Pete Antonovich using the walkie-talkie feature of her BlackBerry. Technically, he was no longer her partner, now that she'd been temporarily promoted to squad leader, while their SSA was teaching for four months at Quantico. But old habits... She and Pete had been partners since she transferred to Sacramento FBI headquarters nine years ago. Pete, it's Nora. Chief Noble said the sprinklers didn't activate. The pump may have been sabotaged. Can you talk to the sheriff's department and get a team over there to check it out? Will do. What's it like inside? Wet. His voice had a modicum of restrained humor. I meant damages. Same apparent burn pattern as the previous arson fires. Started in the lab and was contained 90% there and adjoining offices. The lobby walls have some damage. Hot enough to melt electronic equipment. Arson investigation will know more. When's Quinn gonna get here? Nora hesitated a moment. Her sister had a reputation and she hated to fuel it. But this was Pete, so she simply said... She had a date. It's 5.30 in the morning. In San Francisco. She promised she'd leave immediately. She wasn't on call tonight, Nora defended. I'm not being critical, but we need her. I don't need to tell you they're escalating. The arson gang they'd been investigating for 20 months had never killed before. 
the three previous arsons had targeted the same industry, biotechnology, but the first two were set in warehouses and the third fire in a small genetic research building at Sacramento State University. Nora wasn't certain yet exactly what Butcher Payne did, but they had biotech in their name, and that, coupled with the message that had been spray-painted on the exterior, Stop Murder, signed with the moniker the previous arsonists used, BLF, was enough to make Nora and Pete feel comfortable adding Butcher Payne to the list. The only difference in the arson at Butcher Payne was the victim. Why kill now? Accident or premeditated? Was Jonah Payne targeted because he was Jonah Payne, or simply because he headed the research lab? Something else is going on. This just doesn't feel right to me. Nora caught herself twisting her shortish, dark blonde hair between her thumb and forefinger. She tucked the loose curls behind her ear and dropped her hand. 